The car radio issued a blast of sound so sudden and brutish that Attila nearly came to an emergency stop. It took a moment to gather himself. In his chest, his heart beat wildly, and his scalp had shrunk against his skull, hair follicles tightened in alarm. Altogether a sign he was more nervous than he let himself believe. Though in every other way, he was feeling pretty good about things. The weather, for one. A cool, clear spring day. The prospect of the drive on clean-surfaced, empty roads. An escape from the city. Time to himself. The youth at the car hire desk must have turned on the radio when he brought the car around. The new generation could not tolerate the sound of silence. This was the second car, there having been little possibility of Attila's bulk being contained by the first. The desk clerk had failed to see what a fool could not have missed. Still, had it been otherwise, he wouldn't be driving a Jaguar XJ from the Prestige range for the same price. Attila fiddled with the radio until he found something pleasing. Gradually, he felt his scalp withdraw its grip on his cranium. At Crawley, he left the M23. He thought he should eat and turned off the main road towards Haywards Heath. Haywards Heath. It had been a joke between he and Rosie for a long time. The overseas students all had a hard time pronouncing it. Iwads eat. A sly tease. She would ask each new acquaintance to repeat the name of her hometown. After his turn, she'd glanced at him over her sherry glass. And he held her gaze until she turned away. He knew from the way she stood, the way she walked, mostly from the way she refused to turn back in his direction, that she felt the mark of his gaze on her skin, like a touch on the back of her neck. Afterwards, and perversely, many months into their affair, she denied she'd noticed him that evening. He wore a Malcolm X goatee and a suit to attend lectures. This made her feel sorry for him, she said. They were in their third year when they met, together for three more. By the time of their graduation ceremony, he was already six thousand miles away. At the London hospital, where he worked as a visiting consultant, visits which had occurred twice yearly for the last five years, because of his expertise in displaced populations, in trauma, he had exhaled all the breath in his lungs at the sound of...